Gemara says, concerning learning, the Gemara says, Yagata Motsosa Tamin. Yagata, Yud Gimalayan, Yagata, Lashnigiyah, the person toils. Yagata means to toil. The Gemara says, if a person says, Yagati or Matsasi, I toiled and I found, in other words, I reaped a harvest from my toiling. Taman, believe him. The Gemara goes on, the other parts of the Gemara are not relevant to our right now. It's just this particular part of the Gemara there. Yagati or Matsasi, Tan. Now you have to understand first, Pashat Pshat in this piece of Gemara. In, the word yigiyah means not just a maisa, an act, a physical act. Yigiyah, the tone, the, the, the full-toned meaning of the word yigiyah means to labor diligently, to toil, hard work. So, so, the Gemara says, if a person makes a statement and says, yagati, umatsasi, I toiled diligently, I worked hard, and I found what I sought after. So the Gemara says, Tom, and you can believe, you can accept this statement. It's, it's an acceptable statement. It's a probable statement. It's not an implausible statement. So a lot of Gedolim ask on the Gemara that the language of the Gemara is not consistent. If a man opens a grocery store and he says, I toiled, I worked hard and I'm making a living, you don't say he found a living. You say he earned a living. He invested Yagiya, he invested toil, and, uh, and uh, he earned a living. I mean, it's a cause and effect almost. You worked hard, you gave good, good service and good materials. And uh, he was successful. It's cause and effect. Metziah, to find something, is without a cause. You walk in the street and you find a precious stone lying on the floor. You can't say, I toiled and I found. I'd like to explain what this means, what I think it means. The Gemara says, about life in general. Life in general. The Gemara says, In the way that a person desires, Reutzer means ruts and wills, in a way that a person wills to go, he's led, they lead him. Okay. What, what does this mean? One more step in that Gemara that's connected to that Gemara. The Gemara says, Habola Taheya Misayanoisai, Habola Tamei Poiskinloi. Gemara says, Habola Taheya, a person who comes and seeks Tahara, a person who comes and seeks Tahara. However, we all know what Tahara means, purity. When I, I, I use that word, it's not a good word. Whoever seeks something positive, that's the best thing. Messiah, I say. He gets 
outside help. If a person seeks negative things in life, meaningless things in life, they open the doors from they let him go in, in his own merry way. What does all of this mean? The whole world is raw material. A person and his relation, this is not so simple what I'm telling you, you have to think about it a little bit. A person's relationship with life, with his experiences, what he encounters in life, his situation, his circumstances, the world, everything in the world, is raw material given to a person for him to create with this. The Rebbeinah expects him to take all these ingredients, every person, and no two people are identical. Every person is unique, and everyone is, is expected to take, to take what's given and to create with this something, according to each own individual uniqueness. This, Lani is deity, this is, this is the core of being. You can't, this, is, this is the relationship of a person with the world. This is what it is. Everything in the world can be turned into art. Everything in the world has the possibility, every circumstance of either being asa, it could, or muta, or koidish. And to create, in order to create, a person also has a shachas with the Rabban Every nivra has a shachas with the Rabban Every Adam has a shachas with the Rabban There would be nil without the Rabban Shalom's to sustain it. There wouldn't be a blade of grass, there wouldn't be a grain of sand, there wouldn't be a microscopic atom. It wouldn't be a molecule without the Rebbein Shalom's and to sustain these things. There has to go a shefa from the Rebbein Shalom to sustain these things. And the pinnacle of the Bria, the pinnacle of the whole cosmos, is the Minanushi is Adam. There is no such creature like Adam in the cosmos. And in a way, he has to pull all this together and use all this to be Megala Kvoit Shemayim. And his life has to be a Gilly of Kvoit Shemayim. <clears throat> and an ingredient that you need in this is Siyata the Shemayim. A person has to understand that he, just like he is unique, I mean the uniqueness of Yechidim, that you don't have to be a big genius, you don't have to be a big philosopher, to experience and to perceive that every individual is unique. This uniqueness in itself is a phenomenon which should, has to inspire a person to think about the Bria, the, the individuality among the commonness. We all have eyes, ears, and noses, and yet everyone's, everyone is unique. Ain't Sayakalik. Young people can't see this. You have to be older to see this. You have to understand. You have to, I don't think young people can see it, but maybe they can believe it. 
a person has a shaykhis with their bun shalom. And a person can get siyata the shmaya. Mamish help. The Gemara says, Yagato Motsosa. We live in a world where there's a situation where the stature of a person, society, crushes and limits and confines the very small dimension, the stature of a person. The look that society has on a person is very small. The COVID and the respect that society has for a person is, is minus. I went to a doctor. I had what you call tennis arm. I couldn't, I, if I would pick up a safer, my arm hurt me. I sprained my arm in a certain way and I went to a doctor. The man, he's, he died last year. He was an old man. He was the head, he was the, the professor emeritus of orthopedics at Mount Sinai Hospital. So I went, I went to a doctor. So he had to give me an injection here. My arm was in terrible pain. She so said, it's just an injection, it might hurt. And it was very gentle, and it, gave me, and it hurt. She said, ooh. She said to me, ooh, excuse me. I looked at him. I was amazed. What is he excusing himself? It was inevitable that he had to hurt me a little bit. There was no malicious thoughts in his mind. He was out to help me, to relieve me of my pain, and to cure my, my sick arm. He had, this person had in him a koyach of COVID abrius. True, I have to give you the injection. I have no evil intentions. And I want to help you. But you're a human being and you were hurt. How could I see another human being in a second of pain and, and in some way not say, you know, how could I be cold-blooded? You know, say, say nothing. So the only thing is, excuse me, maybe that'll make me feel better. He didn't mean it. Now, this man was not religious. But if he had a tnuah ben you walk on and I have to tell you today what human beings are. Human beings have a bereft of all of all of all sense of dignity and respect for another person. There's no good morning, there's no thank you, there's no please. There are no manners. And I'm not talking about poor There's no COVID. There's no sensitivity. You are born into such a world so you could think that this is the situation the way people are. Or that people should be, but it's not so. You go into six school systems, they give you a test, they tell you your IQ is this, and they tell you sick things, and they limit you. The tyrant doesn't look at a person that way. You open up the Shulchan Aruch, I'll give you a little simple little, you open the Shulchan Aruch, it's full of dinim. The Shulchan Aruch is full of dinim of Kaver you have to be girl of the Sefer Torah before Shabbos and not on Shabbos because it's Tirchaditzabur. You can't sit and keep a tzibur waiting. How long does it take to be girl of Sefer Torah? A whole Sefer Torah from one end to the other end. Three minutes, four minutes, not more. Five minutes. You can't do that. That's disrespectful to you being matriarchal tzibur. Maybe somebody hung, is hungry at Shabbos morning. 
You can't detain a whole tzibur and, and, and disregard them. The Torah looks at a person almost in such astronomic dimensions. The Torah looks at a person, you know what I mean? Like he's the greatest artist. The Torah says, that because the Torah understands the raw material that's given in the Briya. And the Torah understands the koyach of Rotzen and how Rotzen relates to the shayrish to, to the of all koyaches to the Rabbi Shlila. And what a person can do. We live in a world, in a world where the air is so polluted, it's so thickly polluted, where we're infested with meaninglessness. We live in a culture that by and large, except for security and status, a person's existence is meaningless. He has a meaningless existence, a frivolous, it's frivolous, the whole culture is, you know. I've met professional people, present company excluded, I've met some professionals in the audience. I've met professional people that excel in their fields, but beyond that, their existence is meaningless. Mamish meaningless. I had recent contact with a physicist who is an outstanding, not just a physicist, he is, he is a, a nationally outstanding physicist. And he's a millionaire, he became a multimillionaire. He deals with companies, need his aids, he became a multimillionaire. The man doesn't know he mamish doesn't know what zdok is. His whole head is in. That's one aspect. Physics is no matter how high and how far and how profound and how deep and how creative. That's only one aspect of his existence. Not that he's a miser. He, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that people need and doesn't know that people. This Sunday, yeah, we were sitting Baruch Hashem in, in, in the house. I think there must have been. I don't. Know, I don't want to count. There were a whole trainload of mishalachim. It seemed like they were coming in with cars. So I said to someone in the house that, like, bechlal yidden that are not from don't understand this. I think this guy had to get married. Most of them had to get married. One guy's wife, Leilena, was sick, and this guy needed for that. This guy needed Baruch Hashem. Says, I have money. It's not my money. I give them money. Other people don't, don't understand that somebody needs something. Come knock on your door, help me out. They don't, they don't understand it. This adds a dimension to a person's existence. A person can be a water carrier, but if you can come and knock on his door and say, listen, my wife is sick and I need to bring her to America to a hospital. Can you help me out? And a person writes out a check for 10 or for $18. He's a, for, his halgosha. He's being magish, another person. This is... It goes in everything. This is... I'm talking about this dog here. I mean, I mean, you go on the five times, they don't know what Achnosasachim is, that it's a big union. Some should come and sleep in your house if you have a place to sleep, if you don't have a place. Somebody knows what Shalom Aleichem means, what good morning means, what a smile means. Yeah, they teach you, if you take Dale Carnegie course, they teach you to come in and smile because it'll get your sales. 
But to be to smile to somebody, to say shalom aleichem, to, to say to somebody a smile. I told you the most. I was once in a hospital to to visit a person that was terminally ill. The person died two weeks later, and my friends start to make jokes to the fellows, an older man, and he made him laugh. I stood. I was amazed. I was amazed. I was amazed. He got a person who had two weeks to live. Well, I know. He got him to laugh. Made it, went into the hospital, made it fool himself. He told him the jokes were really funny. Here, a man who's laying there, he know, who knows what's, what, 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 where his condition, got him to laugh. This is a, a joke. He did it to Kavana, my friend, is an Adam Godel. The Gemara says in Tainus that the two Tanoim were walking along the road and they heard a Baskom and a Shemaim that the two clowns in front of them are B'nai Alma Da'asi, that they're B'nai Olam Habel. So they asked the Baskom, why are they B'nai Olam Habel? They're clowns. They're battling all day. They're not, who knows what a circus clown is? The big tzaddikim in a circus, you can't be a too big tzaddik. So the Gemara says, they make people laugh. You could get Gehenna for making people live. You could be a Letz. I grew up with a fellow who was a phenomenal Balkishan. A phenomenal, they had a head of murder again. He's a nothing a bomber, tramp, a Letz. A, 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 a Letz, he, a comedian, his whole life has just one big joke. It's nothing. His kavanas are different than jokes. He's laughing at people. He's feeding his ego. He has to be the center of activity. He's got to make everybody... But these two clowns, the Gemara says, they made people laugh. That their profession was they wanted to make people laugh. Making people laugh is genius. Is B'nai Alba the Orphan. The B'nai Alba Mohammed, the Gemara says. The Torah looks at a person differently. The Torah, the Torah looks at a person differently. The Torah sees a person, a Mishunadika, a Nishama. You know what a Nishama is. And the Torah says, Siyata Dishmaya. You know the capital that stands under a person, the possibility. Here, you know, you go to a, you go to a professional, they give you a battery of tests, and they give you aptitude tests, and they say, You can be. A packer of toothpicks. <laughs> guy's finished. The guy's finished. The guy's finished. So you'll ask me, all right, don't be funny, but the guy really isn't smart. Terrence doesn't say that. Terrence so it says each person in his circumstances, even in his head. The Torah looks at a person. So you'll ask me a good kasha. Okay. You'll ask me a good kasha. Okay. Look, it's not the way you paint the picture. The people are not bright. There are things that are difficult to understand. There are things that are that, that's hard to remember. Morris says, your gata umotsosa. The Gemara says, if you have a life toha, you may yourself in Torah. 
you will find something which doesn't belong to you. Not you will earn that you understand the Tosis. The Derech Shadim writes a Leilach Malichlan. You want to understand the Rebbeinish Leilam is a Yedai Abayichon Levavos knows that you want. You try. You be Matzliach. There's a Maisa, you look in the Torah's Chazaynish, there's a Maisa. You know, if you look at it, you have to understand, when you read a Maisa, you have to understand, what is it all about? It says there, the names, the Chazaynish, I forgot the other two names. It says they were learning a Chazaynish. They had a Kasha, they couldn't move. Couldn't move. Chazaynish had a good head, they're sitting, they had a Kasha, they couldn't move. Sometimes you have a cash, it's like it's like a brick wall on your head, like you, you think you're stupid. You don't understand something. How could Toysus say this? No, it must mean that I don't understand the Toysus. They couldn't move three days, it says they were working on the cash. Three of them were learning together. The third day, the Chazaynish said they should all go in a corner and take tilums. They said, whatever, uh, they were. they said they were crying. It was Tishabot. They came back, they learned the Toysus. They learned the same shot. So if you want, you know, you want to say, you know, oh, it's a, you know, chesidish a miracle happens. It's not a miracle happened. The chazanish was a maimon, a profound maimon. He believed, he believed, he believed that there's such a thing as the the shmaya. He, he saw in the nature of the kasha that this is something that can't be remain at tzarechi and godel. The rabbi kivay a lot of times there's the kasha in the end tzarechi and godel doesn't have an answer. But they saw that in the pshat there was something missing here. They saw they saw that this is something that has to be here. And so you could tell sometimes by that, that something doesn't fit. And they and they said the pshat because there were maminim and siyata They were prepared. To work to toil for three days, but they found the shot. Could be that if we called in all the big scientists and they would analyze their IQ, they would say, No, this, this answer is beyond their IQ. If there was such a thing, which is not possible. I would believe them. But they said that that's to the You know, I hate to use these, these trite phrases, you know, but there's a you know, there's a phrase, man is not alone. Maybe it's a title of a book. I saw it, I heard it, I don't know. The worst thing in the world is when a person thinks he's alone. When a person knows that it's Miyagaya himself and, and the Rabban Shalom's with him, you can't look on the clock and say, well, I have a kasha. Rabban Shalom, I want an answer, I'll give you one minute. You can't do that. The Rabban Shalom has his, his own clock when he's good and ready to give you an answer. But you have to know that the to- that the Torah, you know, Torah looks at a person with, Torah has such a lofty look at a person that you see it all over Shas. The beginning of Azman, you have to, you know, people are feeling, people are inspired. You have to know you're not alone. You have to know, it's not just you say to people, try. It's not just you say to people, try. 
You know, it's very easy. You know, any teacher can say, try and do it. But the, the movement is, try with the Rabbani Shalom. It's a Moira de Kazakh, you know, it's, it's a whole... It's, it's, you have to talk, I don't want to keep you too long. I mean, it's the beginning of this month, it's in the middle of the Seder. But I just want to... You have to know how uh, the Torah holds from a person. A Rebbe once said... He said to Chassid, you don't love the biggest tzaddik like the Rabban Shalom loves the biggest Russia. What's the pshat the Rabban loves a Russia? As long as a person is alive, no matter what he is, there's such peshumayim, there's such expectations from a person. There's such a tzipiyah, there's such a hope so you think I'm just saying it? The Gemara Mufresh is by Rabbi Eliezer ben Dudoy. Rabbi Eliezer ben Dudoy. The Gemara says he was the biggest bum in the world. I don't know how he can evaluate such a thing. The Gemara says he was a licentious creature, totally licentious, immoral creature. The Gemara says in detail, the Gemara says over there, I can't, you know, I can't, it's too detailed. You can't say it, but Rabbi, I have to learn the Gemara inside. The Gemara says he was in the middle of doing a, a licentious Aveira. The Gemara says, in a second, the Gemara, the Gemara, Ruch HaKodesh could say he was the biggest bum in the world. You get a trophy for being the, the biggest runner in the world, the best basketball player in the world, and you can get a trophy being the biggest bum in the world. The, the Gemara could say it. So the Gemara says, in the middle of an Aveira, after something happened, and in a second, like in a dark sky, a lightning went across the sky, he saw everything as a mistake. And in one second, the Gemara says, he went between two mountains and he put his head between his knees. The Gemara says, and he cried and he died. So the Gemara says, in one second, he became a Ben Olam Haba. They gave him a Rebbe. They called him Rabbi Eliezer ben Drudoy. He got a title of Rabbi. He was a bum. The Teretzis, Rabbanishalim said, the whole, the whole transaction took a few minutes. It could have been who knows how old. The Rabbanishalim said, he was alive and he was, and in this second he penetrated down to the depths of all the Shtusim and he saw he's a big man. A lot of a person's not learning and wasting time and being lazy and not being successful is because he looks himself like he's a schlep. I'm a schlep anyway. He doesn't have to say it consciously. Just on the threshold of consciousness, he gets up and goes, Whoa. You know, it says in the Chesidish Svarim. I don't know, I can't do it. When I was young, I tried to do it for a few days. I can't do it. But it says, as soon as you open up your eyes, it is, I saw in a certain chassidish safer, a very sharp safer, it's not for our generation. It says, as soon as you open up your eyes, you should think of Elam Haba. So when I grew old, I used to say, and this guy was, this Mahaba was a big man. So I thought to myself, what, what does he mean? I did it for a day or two after I got the, think of my first thing I think is the coffee <laughs> I really don't but anyway what did he mean I thought into it person is sleeping 
He's, he's, he's partially, he's non-functioning. He's like, he's, you're sleeping, you know, you're not, you're not living, right? He says, it's, it's important how a person looks on the world. If a person opens up his eyes and the first thing says, oh, another, another boring, dumb, droll day of Narishkeit of Shtusim. He says, but if a person opens up his eyes and says that, he ha- that he's eternal, that's Olam Abed. If the first look on the world is that it's a world where I have to produce Olam Abed, Olam Abed doesn't mean that you're going to get chocolate ice cream pops by the dozen for nothing. Olam Abed means that you're eternal, that there's Nitzchias. If a person opens up his eyes, I have a shachas to Nitzchias, I got to get up and do something. I have an acquaintance that told me that he had an appointment in Amsterdam before the war in the, in, in the 20s. He, ha, he, he had an appointment with a very, I don't want to say the name, because they say the other person died, he was a Balchuva, with a very, very, very famous Hebrew poet and writer. Since he came up, to, he had an appointment in the hotel room there, 9 o'clock in the morning. He knocked on the door. Nobody answers. Knocked again. <laughs> he had to knock three, four times. He had an appointment. I said, ah, it's Come in. <laughs> he comes in. He says, this guy's in his pajamas. He's putting on a bathrobe. Ah, shalom. Sit down. Zanz <laughs> Chavek. Sits down. Coffee starts smearing. Guy, he says, this is the poet? Says, this is the poet? He rolled out of bed? came to the door, starts eating there, gorging himself with jam and, and bread and, 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 and coffee. He says he was so disappointed and disillusioned in this poet. You, 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 you are young people, you have to hold from yourselves. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in Matzliach. The Rebbe wants you to be Matzliach. To work on it. You got to watch your time. You got to comment on it. You gotta treat yourself like you know you have a muridika potential. To believe in yourself. You got the mitzvah, you can be people, you can accomplish, you can grow little by little. You're in a place, you're in a you're in a storehouse with diamonds and gold. The most precious things that you have to tell me the chachamim sitting here, you can answer your questions, you could talk, you could learn. There are people that help you. If they wanna listen, if they wanna try. And you'll find beyond your capacities. This is important. You have to think about this. You have to think about this, about what you mean, you know. What you want to be, you know. It's hard, you know. What I'm talking about is not easy. The Gemara calls it Yigir, toil. Well, Matsasa, you'll find big things, you'll find... You'll find things that you never dreamt of. The Rabbani Shalom will show you horizons that you never saw in your life. In the Shas, in the Rabbani Shalom's Torah, there's such, such horizons, there's such... There's an expression, it's, it's... Really, it has to do with Kabbalah, but it's, it's a posseg about Shamayim Chadoshim, about new heavens. I mean new heavens, there's only one sky, you see the sky. But if you penetrate and you come to Torah, you see the sky is higher. 
there's a different, there's a different dimension to existence. You see, things in life become so things that you didn't even pay attention to, that you were insensitive to, that you were callous to. You see that over there is diamonds, is gold. There you have to put in coins. That you can see only through learning. What do I know here? What people? Today, people walking around like midget lach. Lilliputians are walking around. I'm a little ants. Mulishkes are walking around. I'm ant Jewish. You call them Little ants are walking around. How far are we away from walking the street with a radio like this? You think you laugh. You think you laugh. There's a relationship. There's a relationship. I tell you, I was in Manhattan last week in a fancy section, and there was a red light, the car, the car stopped. In a very fancy block. And out of a fancy store walked out a workman. I looked at him, a young fellow. I said, Rebun Shalom. The way he was dressed, what he was dressed or undressed. I said, I could Rebun Shalom the crop. They're pressing us down into the ground, into the dirt. And this is, this is, you have to be besimcha. You have to do this besimcha. You hear besimcha, you have to be. Yeah? You have to be besimcha. That you're in a, you're in a besmedrish, you're in a makam. Right, so we, we don't have the best dormitories. We're getting pets. <laughs> I, I really mean it. We're getting you. Just keep on complaining to Rabbi Kramer. We're getting. We have what to eat. Baruch Hashem, it's all miracles that we have what we have with, with our situations. Baruch Hashem, we have a bismar. There are Tamir Chachamim. We have to help each other and you can grow. And you have to know your Gato Motsosa, you'll find Mitzias beyond your capacities. And from there you go find. Next week, I'll show you a Gemara. I don't want to go into it. It's late already. I'll show you a Gemara on this. An unbelievable Gemara. A Medrash. I found a Medrash. Opens up a person's head. This man should be with Atzlach Arabah.